0: The Rugby World Cup on Off The Ball. We could be World Cup champions.
1: We'll be the Irish team to take you all the way to the final. opportunity setting an arm. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. Allez les verres. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball. With Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo. It's all on your doorstep. Welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack, and on the way we hear from the Ireland camp after today's captain's run in Bordeaux. Scotland named their team to play the Springboks in Ireland's Pool B. And we look ahead to tonight's opening fixture at the Rugby World Cup. And Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. First up today, Mike Catt has denied that Mac Hansen's omission from the Ireland squad to play Romania is down to disciplinary issues. The Connacht winger was perhaps the most notable absentee from the match day 23, named for tomorrow's Pool B fixture in Bordeaux. Hansen's absence became all the more intriguing when Andy Farrell was asked if Hansen was injured. No, no. Then shortly afterwards, drop this little nugget.
2: Going to be a Ritz, the, the, the reason uh, we... We went there is because there's a lot of distraction that goes on, certainly when you're in a hotel that's on the beach. And some people
1: handle that brilliantly, some people didn't. But attack coach Kat batted away suggestions today that Hansen stepped out of line in Biarritz.
2: Um It's a long tournament, first and foremost, and it's making sure that uh, we look after everybody. But um, in the same breath, there's some good competition in that area too. Um, there's nothing that Max done wrong. It's not that he you know he's um he's performed badly at all I think he's done exceptionally well in these pre preseason games so um you know, like we say it's a long it's a long competition and we need to keep people fresh too
1: one of the key factors on tomorrow's game will be the heat in Bordeaux it's forecast to hit thirty seven degrees during the course of the game. second row James Ryan was asked today if Ireland are able for such conditions
2: yeah I, I think so um We've we've had some good sort of heat exposure um, throughout the summer. In terms of, um, we had a training camp over in Portugal, um, which was great for us. It was a huge block of physical work done over there, um, and then we were we were over in Berets and trained hard there too. So um, I'd like to think that we've gotten maybe more used to the heat, um, but um, I. There's, you can't hide from it we, we've talked about it a little bit this week you know it's kick at half three and it's probably going to be the hottest part of the day but um, you know for, for us um, you know it, it just can't be an excuse we, we've we've got to be able to manage the heat um, and that's definitely the the expectation from from the coaches as well
1: Joe McCarthy will make just his second Ireland start tomorrow and Ryan can't wait to play alongside his Leinster teammate
2: he's had a great summer I think um so excited to to pack down with him um he's a number of strengths i think he's um very strong in the set piece uh good scrumager um and very good mauler um both in terms of attacking line that drives but also defensively he's he can be pretty destructive destructive as well um so um i think definitely set piece is probably a point of difference for him but um he's got a good engine and, he, and he's he's well able for um, you know the work rate stuff and, and everything that is required around the park as well. Um, but yeah, I think he's been brilliant all summer. So um, yeah, looking forward to, to playing with him tomorrow.
1: Staying in Pool B, Scotland have named their team to play the Springboks in Marseille on Sunday. Gregor Townsend has gone with the tried and tested, bringing Blair Kinghorn and Darcy Graham into the back's in place of Ollie Smith and Kyle Stain, Richie Gray returns to the second row and there's an experienced front row of Pierre Schumann, George Turner and Xander Fagerson. Smith, Cameron Redpath and Ali Price cover the backs on the bench meaning there's no room for Ben Healy in Scotland's Matchday 23. Running it through that Scotland team in full Blair Kinghorn starts at full back. Darcy Graham and Duhan van der Merwe are on the wings. It's that centre partnership we've come to know and love now of Hugh Jones and Sione Twipolotu. Finn Russell starts at out half where he is vice captain Ben White is at scrum half in the front row then we have Pierre Schumann George Turner and Xander Fagerson Richie Gray comes into the second row alongside Grant Gilchrist while James Ritchie captains aside side from blindside flanker Rory Darge starts on the open and Jack Dempsey will make a start at number 8 Graham returns following a quad strain much to the surprise of even his head coach Gregor
3: Townsend probably wasn't expecting him to train fully um, on Tuesday uh, but he did that and then trained fully again on Wednesday so yeah, he's the work of, that he's put in. Um, I know there's been uh, a lot of recovery going on, visits to hyperbaric chambers, work with the medics uh, to get to the stage where he's back to 100% and, and looking really good in training.
1: Tenzin also stated plenty of the obvious when outlining what he expects from the box on Sunday.
3: Well, they, they're they a very good World Cup team. Uh, they're obviously a, a very good side between World Cups, but they, they've done well in World Cups. Um they're defending champions, so they want to, to start like a defending champion uh, and bring their best game in their opening game. It'll be a, a game that is a mix of power and um, pace. Uh, maybe two years ago you would say South Africa got all power, but they, they've added different parts to their game. They're moving the ball more now. Uh, they're, they're not kicking as much as they used to. Um, so that's that brings challenges to our defence but also brings opportunities for different ways that we can get the ball back so we can play our our game, um, a game that we, we believe can can really threaten them in defence, but we've got to make sure that we we match the power and bring our own power to to the various uh, physical contacts that you get in the game, scrum, line up mall, tackle and rug clear. Um, I believe it's going to be a brilliant game. Um, Two teams that are in form uh, and two teams that are desperate to get out of this pool.
1: Now the World Cup gets underway tonight with one of the most eagerly anticipated contests of the entire competition. Hosts France take on the All Blacks at the Stade de France. While New Zealand come into the tournament shorn of the fear factor that's aided them so much through the decades... The New Zealand Herald's Gregor Paul has been highlighting the influence of former Ireland head coach Joe Schmidt on their preparations.
0: He's brought an uncomfortable edge with him. He's refused to let standards that he doesn't believe are good enough for the All Blacks to, to pass by. He's not. He's and maybe the, the previous guys. I don't know this, but everyone suspects it's that the previous guys just didn't know, you know, what it meant to be an All Black, what standards they needed to set. Joe doesn't tolerate things that he doesn't like or doesn't, you know, believe are good enough to win test matches. So, his attention to detail, the pressure he's putting on the players to perform, you know, in training, to understand their roles. Yeah, he's brought an edge. Uh, He's brought an ability to challenge Ian Foster as a head coach, to put pressure on him to make better decisions about what he's doing. I think he's brought a huge amount of intel, uh, not specifically or necessarily about Ireland per se, but just about Northern Hemisphere rugby, you know, how the Six Nations operate, you know, what's in vogue at the moment, the, the types of skill sets that he developed with Ireland that are going to be important to have. You know, New Zealand got thrust into the wilderness a wee bit during COVID, got cut off from the world, Super Rugby collapsed, mm. and you know it's a fast and furious competition, Super Rugby. But the rest of the world was playing, uh, you know, a more set pace, collision-based game, and New Zealand got left behind. Yeah, you know, Joe has helped. Fast-track the redevelopment of New Zealand as a as a kind of grown-up test team with the physical acumen to compete on the world stage again. And look, it has just really gone back to all all black standards of saying, if you want to be the best in the world, you have to train like you're the best in the world, and you have to research everybody as if you want to beat them, and not you know. just raised the bar to a higher level I think
1: for them. You can hear that full chat with Gregor as well as this morning's interviews with Ronan O'Gara and Michael Bradley by heading to offtheball.com forward slash join that's of course if you haven't already. Finally to Fiji who suffered a terrible injury blow on the eve of the tournament with influential fly half Caleb Munts sustaining a knee injury. Tetty Tella comes in for him in the starting 15 that will play Wales and Pulde in Bordeaux on Sunday. However, both Joshua Tuisova and Levani Battia return from injury, having missed their recent win over England, and they are named among the replacements. That'll do it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed for all of these latest rugby podcasts first and indeed free. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Monday. Until then, enjoy the start of the World Cup.